And it looks like we made it to this Friday, January the 6th of 2023. Seems like something happened today that I can't quite put my finger on. Well, in the meantime, welcome to Things You Might Not Have Heard, where we will bring you yesterday's latest information in politics and current events and pop culture right now as a recap of the day. So you can go on to your coffee top chat talks, chatting with people going forward. We like to think of ourselves as your new side piece or a go-to source for unconventional stories that kind of get lost in the shuffle while still giving you the things that are really important out there. And we think we get a good job of that today. As the teaser graphic show, we're going to talk a little Sean Hannity today, but we also have seven other headlines that you guys vetted as conversational. You guys did that. We'll explain how that works when we're done with all the headlines. Around the 10, 12 minute mark, we'll take care of all that stuff. And you can participate by vetting the stories, telling us what stories are conversational and what stories from there, the top, we will pick the best ones to get into this thing. So we're not just here all day long. For more information about what we do in total, check out our website. This is the conversation project.com. As we said, eight headlines curated by me, vetted by you first. So let's get into them right now starting off with uh the first one we did and these are not in any particular order these are not in the order of top to bottom they get mixed up but this is one that sort of puts a ribbon and a bow on a package that is pretty interesting i believe at least from my perspective bruce family sells speech stolen beach property back to la county for two million dollars the bruce family has decided to sell the beach front property they received recently and were reclaimed recently uh, back to the California County where it was settled. The government returned the Bruce Beach property to the descendants of the owners in 2021 after acknowledging that it was stolen from them to begin with. The county agreed to buy the land back for $20 million. And this is coming full circle. Now, what we have here is this land was stolen from this family, yo, you know, hundreds of years ago uh, because California is run by crazy people who want to, um, control everything they gave it back to the bruce family and the bruce family sold it back to california so california can use it for what they were using it for meanwhile generational wealth if they had this land way back when and could have sold it back then or could have built on it back then they could have made more money as a family and generational wealth that's how that works out that's what's the full circle thing on this one this may seem like a minor sort of story sort of like what what's the point of this thing but this is one of those things that if you are a person particularly and this is me if you're in a podcast, you can't really see me doing my face thing. This is a person of color, person of who is on um, disadvantage, person coming from someplace, uh, had this claw and literally fight their way to get stuff. This is how things get better for next generations. Now, the next story is a long headline, so bear with me. Him, him. Britain's Prince Harry says his older brother and heir to the throne, Prince William, knocked him to the floor during a 2019 argument over Harry's American wife, Meghan, which, which much awaited memoir, which went on sale early in Spain. Yeah, Harry's selling a book. So Harry's selling a book and Harry is, is airing a lot of dirty laundry. He's also talking off of both sides of his mouth uh, because he's saying he wants his family back. He wants the wholeness of being able to you know, be a part of the royal family, at least in a sense where he can, you know, just show up and hang out with his dad and his brother. Yet he's got this memoir out there saying that him and his brother can't can't get along. They're beefing on little things that basically William was like, something's wrong with your wife. And they got into a fight about it. Now, in the book, uh, Harry says that William did apologize later on. William has said nothing about this. And we're seeing more excerpts of these things much faster because the book has not been released uh, widely around the world. It's not open here. It's not here yet in the States. 
but in Spain, it was early. So some people have gotten hands on it pretty easily and they're digging into it pretty quickly. Harry news specifically with Megan always brings in viewers and you guys did not disappoint this time. This is an interesting one. El Chapo's son arrest throws Mexico into chaos days prior to Biden's visit. Mexican security forces uh, captured Olvido Guzman, the son of infamous uh, Sinola drug lord known as El Chapo, uh, in a pre-dawn operation on Thursday, sparking gunfights across the southwestern state's capital ahead of Biden's scheduled two-day visit to Mexico. Not necessarily a great thing. After federal security forces arrested important leaders uh, of cartels, members of the cartels set vehicles ablaze and carjacked residents' cars. Also not very good. Airline Aero Mexico said one of its jets was struck by a bullet as it prepared for takeoff. No one was injured. So all sorts of incense and craziness happening with the good thing capturing El Chapo's son and the sort of interesting thing Biden coming in for the weekend. So if you ever wanted to kind of fuss around about things that happened to Biden during time, Unfortunately, it's not like I'm giving anybody any ideas that you're always thinking of stuff, but this is a time of turmoil, if you will, where a lot of craziness is going on because they're worried about somebody really important being in jail while somebody really important showing up to walk around the city. This is going to be an interesting weekend, folks. Let me tell you. Now, our next headline is this one. This is very good news. Bill's tweet positive update on Damar Hamlin. Remarkable improvement. So over the past day or so, uh, we, we've gotten updates on Damar Hamlin's uh, condition. And over the past till in the hours after we posted this, we got even more information. It's great. Damar Hamlin um, woke up. He's still breathing on a respirator, but he woke up. He's responsive. They say that, you know, his brain um, functions are intact. And in fact, they gave him a pen and paper to communicate with. He can communicate fairly well with people. He can take commands and answer questions. And the first thing he asked was, did we win the game? In which the response was, yes, Damar, you've just won the game of life. And everyone is agreeing on that one. Now, the the fallout, NFL-wise, because we don't have much story there, is the fact that the game that was going to be played, or they're actually playing on Monday, cannot be and will not be made up they're just not going to worry about it they're going to go not, not with the record of numbers but with the winning percentages which are basically the same um uh, but what's going to happen is it may shift a couple people in up and down based on the percentage number as opposed to the fear raw number because there is a disadvantage for two teams who play this season with one less game some teams have ties but they don't have less games uh what we're going to have is maybe a slight disadvantage and it may work out better for the bills with one less game to have a higher percentage uh, with the win rate. Their win rate, other than that, was um, essentially the same. We'll see what happens. It all plays out, particularly after this weekend, because this weekend makes a bigger difference now because we're playing percentages and not numbers, not raw numbers. We'll see with that one. But the good news about this is Mar Hamlin is doing much better. At least he's responsive. His charity has picked up $7 million worth of money uh, after being just kind of a low sort of hanging fruit there. That's there. And the city of Buffalo and Cincinnati are rallying behind uh, there, this swing here. This weekend, we'll see the Bills play for three. Uh, obviously, they're playing for a playoff spot, a playoff bye, and a win for the Super Bowl. But they're playing uh, for the heart um, of their teammate, number three, Demar Hamlin, to um, show him that you know they love him in a way. And of course, when he's out and up and recovering, they'll be having to show him directly. 
this may not seem like big news, but I'm a huge fan of Lisa Rinna and um, all the stuff she does. I've actually watched a few episodes of Housewives, as horrible as it is, that has Lisa Rinna in it because, yes, I know it's fake, but I love me some Lisa Rinna. Um, she is leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, which is um the uh not the original one that's the second one the original was orange county beverly hills the second one she's leaving that show after eight seasons i think it's been on for like 30 seasons or so and a season can be two or three years so that gets really confusing uh she is um just you know her time is up uh oh no i'm sorry this is the fifth franchise of the of the uh real housewives which oddly enough was born out of the desperate housewives um sitcom drama which may not seem like it like it makes make sense but it sort of happened. Um, but she's going on to other things, not so much bigger and better because she's just always doing things, but she's going on to other things, despite being a fake housewife who's really, really rich person in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, Noel, Noel Dumphy files sexual harassment claim against Rudy Giuliani. The hits just keep coming for Rudy and they're not big hits, not big fun hits, if you will. A New York woman is claiming that he, she had a romantic relationship with Rudy and is suing the former mayor, alleging he sexually harassed her and fired her last year. Continuing in the summary, Dumfries states that Giuliani made frequent racist and anti-Semitic remarks and sexually assaulted her. All things that are bad. She was fired without substantial compensation in 2021 because she would not say anything about her associates uh, association with Giuliani. That sounds confusing. I'm sure the robot editor didn't get that so well. Nicole Numvi, who is representing herself in the lawsuit, not a good idea, said she was romantically involved with Rudy Giuliani and called him a manipulative abuser in a series of text messages and, and emails, which is confusing because it's, it's she's saying she was actually involved romantically with the man, but then she was, um, you know, sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, and just heard him say really nasty things. So why is she suing now? Because when you're down, you get piled on. And Rudy Giuliani, of all things he is, is definitely on the downstroke right now. Two things dealing with Fox News. Number one, CNN beats Fox News in New Year's Eve rating coverage. Even without the drinking, even without the, the debauchery that is Andy Cohen and Andy Anderson Cooper uh, doing weird stuff, Andy Cohen doing the weird stuff and Anderson Cooper giggling about it, and even with Don Lemon missing his his, his hit, CNN outdid Fox's uh, New Year's Eve coverage, which is basically a couple folks in the anchors and somebody going out to the street, which is why you see that. Uh, the numbers... Um, here are 1.184 for the CNN versus 223,000, uh, 1.184 million, if I should say, versus 223,000 in the key demographic of 25 to 54. Now, who's watching this thing? Is that who is the who is the million uh, 25 year olds who are watching this? Well, I watched a bit. We skipped around some, and it's not necessarily full coverage. What's going on? They rate these things based on a, a curve, if you will. But basically, a million to 200,000 is what you get for your coverage because you got to do something for New Year's Eve. Fox got out Fox, even if the boozing um, bored people to death for the CNN coverage. Meanwhile, not a New Year's Eve thing, but something interesting. So Sean Hannity took uh, phone calls on his show uh, a few days ago. He's added a segment to allow the people to say things going about what's going on, positive, negative feedback going on, um, about what's going on the show. It's essentially a bringing his his radio show to TV. It's it's a brilliant idea. It's, it's a great segment getting people on there. 
He took a call from Velma from Las Vegas, who told Mr. Hannity that his politics stink and that Lauren Boebert is crazy or cray cray to be the quote. Um, so right off the bat, this thing either either went swimmingly because actually you actually want people who kind of you know beat you down so it brings more callers in, more people to pay attention, or it went pretty pretty horrible because the first caller Velma did not kiss the ring of Mr. Hannity. We'll see how this thing progresses in further iterations of the segment. Let's tease for the weekend because today is Friday. Will this story be good enough, grand enough, great enough to talk for the weekend? You can be the judge of that. And its headline goes like this. A record number of buyers are spending over $1,000 on monthly car payments. That sounds pretty outlandish. Guess what? It is what it is. A lot of this is continuated fallout from um, pandemic stuff where one, there weren't enough cars out there. Two, they sold all the cars they had in, in the market. So there weren't enough used cars out there. Um, it's a crazy, crazy supply and demand thing that is artificially dampened because, you know, we had this time where we shut the world down for 18 months consecutively. Is this interesting enough to chat about? Follow us on our feeds and you tell me. Go to facebook.com slash this is a conversation project or twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. On those websites, on those places, every 50 minutes we paste news stories, headlines, and links for you to read and enact, interact with. As you interact and engage with them, kicking the like or love or hate or whatever the mechanism is, it gets a higher score for engagement. And the more engagement that it gets, better chance we get to talk about it today. So come Monday, we have, uh, we'll have we expect about 90 or so responses from today, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday. So we're going to take the top 30 stories of all the weekend and report to you back 10 of those in this thing here. So it doesn't go too long. Tuesday through Friday, like today, Friday, we give you eight. And that came from um, between, we gave them about 30 to 33, 35 stories in a day, uh, cut off at 15, and then whittled down to eight there. So that's how we got the eight stories from there. There was over from the top 15. And if you follow us on TikTok, we'll talk about that in a minute, you can see what stories we did not miss. We'll give you a quick shot, a quick look at the stories that we did not quite get to that did not make the cut on the day. But you can just make sure your story makes a cut by being engaging in it. And it, of course, you know, catching my eye by going to our feeds and making sure that happens. Happens. It is an interesting thing to see. Now we're going to talk about money and me and money. So you go to our website and hit click on our sponsors link and see, see more of our sponsors that can help you with stuff. And we get a bit of cutback from them with these are affiliate links. But let's talk about Zenny Optical. Zenny Optical is a uh, optical store duh, 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 that allows you to get great glasses at a great price and all the great functions that you're looking for and a great price, and you don't have to order a bunch of four at, you know, at once, and a great price, and you can send them back if you don't like them, and it's a great price. Go to this, it's a conversationproject.com slash Zenny. I've been buying Zenny optical glasses for, um, I don't know, I'm sure I'm probably about eight years or so. It's almost quite a decade, and I ironically buy the same pair of glasses, this, this set of frames. I bought the same set of frames six times, including having backups because I tend to lose my glasses. They are affordable. They are great. The lenses are awesome. They don't get scratched up. They're not matty or anything like that. If you're looking to replace your glasses, if you have an HSA and you're tired of paying extra, extra, extra for all that money for glasses, check it out, Zenny Optical, and see if they have what you have, what you need. I'm almost sure they have what you need. This is a conversationproject.com slash Z-E-N-N-I. This is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny. This is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny. Check out Zenny Optical. 
today. I don't even know why I do that. It's really, I know it's not very funny, but I just do it. All right. So let's go back to talking about just more or less me or us or the conversation. The Conversation Project is a website that has had a couple iterations, but the main soul has been the same. Conversational issues, ways to have conversations on topics for people around the world that are you know, interesting, that are important, that may get you upset, but give you a chance to come together and have those conversations in some realms. Uh, we are glad to do this, but it also is a labor as well as a labor of love. So make sure you are, uh, number one, being engaged. The, that's the most important thing you can do is be engaged. And number two, if you want to support us, go to the sponsors or the partnership page and see if there's ways there. Uh, be engaged in various formats. We have a podcast, which is just the, the audio of this that we just, you know, strip at the end of this thing uh, you can download as well we have a newsletter for if you don't want to see me as well but want to get the links we get all the links and information in the newsletter as well this thing is all over facebook and on uh facebook and youtube and of course we're doing the things on social media um you know the feeds we're on instagram we're doing tiktok stuff we're doing more interactive stuff on tiktok which is working a lot better now that we've sort of found a groove into it so check us out there find the links to wherever we are I'm sorry, you have to do work for it by going to our website. This is a conversationproject.com or looking, look inside of the um, description for this video, audio, whatever you're listening to. The links to those places are probably inside the description, inside of those things as well. That may save you a little bit of time of looking. Now, today things, let's get to the fun stuff on today. Today is January the 6th and it seems like I'm forgetting something. Something happened that I can't quite put my finger on it. It seemed like it just happened like just a couple of years ago. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. But today on January 6th, let's talk about birthdays. People who are etched in stone in life on this day, Rowan Atkinson or Mr. Bean, 68 years old today. It's hard to believe he's not older than that, but Mr. Bean seems like he's been around forever. Rowan Atkinson has been around forever. A star in one of my favorite Christmas movies and come pops up in two key scenes. Love actually love this guy. And of course doing a bunch of weird Netflix stuff like the B uh, he's still getting it done. Playing Mr. Bean without the same Mr. Bean name, essentially. 68 years old on the day. Julie Chen, who is listed as a TV personality, uh, essentially all she does now is host Big Brother. Uh, there's you know the Chen bot jokes and things like that. She was an up-and-coming news person, and she also had to be married to the owner of CBS. And so um, she got to do whatever she wants to. How good is she? I don't know because all she does, I don't think that the talk is even on anymore. I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't type that stuff that says she's a good TV personality. So we're giving her props for hosting Big Brother, which I also don't watch 53 years old today. Not really, you know, throwing the hate at her. I mean, she's not, you know, Leah Michelle. So I'm not really throwing hate at her, but she doesn't really do very much. I guess someone who's doing a lot these days is Kate McKinnon, 39 years old, formerly of Saturday Night Live, left the show on the upbeat and is um, all over the Hollywoods right now happy birthday to you kate along with julie and rowan have great um days on the day all right so today is smith day and it's a little bit um complicated if you will so smith day is literally a celebration of a person with the name smith or a sort of derivative like hammersmith or or black and smith or you know smithy smith stuff like that why well um Interesting enough, there's like 3 million people in the United States with the last name Smith. So Smith is a common name, and someone had to put it on the calendar. I had this discussion with JJ, my daughter, like, how come there's all these days that don't make sense? And it's like, well, you know, it's the internet and things like that. It was 
crafted Asmith Day to celebrate John Smith, Captain John Smith, who came and colonized the world and Pocahontas and things like that. But the irony of this is when you put in Smith Day into your search engine, you get pictures of Will Smith. So celebrate Will Smith, celebrate John Smith, celebrate Smitty down the street if you want to. Celebrate your Smith on today because it's Smith Day. It's also, all just kidding aside, January the 6th. It's the second anniversary of the January January 6th um, insurrection event, which is the only way I can recover that. I know I joke about this all day long, but people forget things. And right now, the irony of this is I thought I was getting up this morning to talk about Kevin McCarthy losing 11 votes uh, to take over the speakership. Uh, but I that I realized I actually didn't post that in the seat feeds last night. So you didn't chance to get the chance to vote it up. So I'm sorry or maybe I'm not because we don't want to deal with this. It is four days into the beginning of the new Congress and we can't have a new Congress because they can't start Congress. Oh, yeah. Two years ago, they tried to tear it down. Yeah. Yeah. Remember your history. Stay present in your present because there's a lot of future that we have issues with. But let's go to something a bit more entertaining, more fun. Vacations. Want to make your vacation seem to last longer? Be sure it has plenty of variety. According to the Wall Street Journal, one of the reasons your vacation seems so short, both during the experience and in your memory after the fact, could be that your days are so similar to each other. In your memory, they blend together into one very long day rather than a week-long vacation. On your next trip, try to make a few more days different from the others. And if it's a ski trip, try snowboarding one day, take lessons on another day, or just change your ski equipment from time to time. You could take a day off from skiing and go sledding or meet the locals. Even if you end up on some days doing activities uh, that you enjoy less at the moment, like bowling, for example, the ability to differentiate the day from the other days will help you uh, categorize the vacation as a series of distinct experiences rather than just one big glob of skiing. If it, it will let you get more joy from the memories of the experiences. Another example, you go to the beach, uh, you go to a beach resort and you spend most of your days lounging by lounging on the beach because you love the beach. It seems like it's shorter because every day, what did you do? Oh, I went to the beach and read a book. Oh, I went to the beach and read a book. Oh, I went to the beach and read a book. And so it turns into, I went to the beach and read a book for one extremely long day as opposed to a string of days things like that. So instead of going to the beach every day, you know, take a bike ride one day or do, do the tourist thing one day or stay in the hotel and just lounge around room service. So you're not on the beach, do something slightly different. So there's variety and you'll enjoy the variety of the vacation. You remember it better because of its variety and hopefully the variety of the stories this week were good enough for you. Today is not Thursday, January the 5th, because I've got to move that slide down. It's actually Friday, January the 6th. So go off and celebrate your Friday. Have a great weekend. Celebrate your Smith Day. And let's remember what actually happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C. two years ago. Um, there's a lot of people and people in the audience who I love dearly who have a kind of a romantic sized view of what's going on. And I remember watching TV thinking if people with my skin color were doing this stuff, we'd be shot. And that's pretty much the, the way the way it should be. So actually have some thought process of what's going on. Don't be such a grouch about the January 6th commission. Yeah, it's going to be wrapped up because the new Congress, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but th that's the commentary guy for that one. Today is not a day that will infamy. from me. That day is already taken. This day is still pretty bad. So we need to remember that. 
So, um, and Kevin McCarthy is going on a string for most votes to get into the um, speakership house, or most votes to find one. So far, we've had more votes than we had in 160 years, and the record is somebody who went like 133 different rounds of voting. I sure hope we don't go that long. In the meantime, thank you so much for being with me, hanging out with this uh, thing, and let us know with any comments if we're doing good or not so good. Stay hydrated, stay limber, stay on task. Let's get through this year. First full week of the year almost in the books. Let's get back Monday for another great week of great stuff with you guys.